Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very, very much. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good day. Good noon. Good night. Good dawn. Good dusk. Good eventide. Good desk. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Sean Conroy. The other host is Amber Kenny. She's here. Hello, Amber. Hello. How are you? I'm much better. Thank you. Your COVID is gone? It it seems so, yeah. It I think um <clears throat> I know a lot of people have had COVID now. It turns out it's it's going around. It's sweeping the nation. Yeah, yeah. And um it feels like mine was a longer bout than most of the people that I've talked uh-huh. to. And even like this past weekend, I was like better. But I couldn't stop sleeping and I decided not to fight it. Like it's clearly what my body needs. So, so maybe I've had COVID for 50 years. (laughs) Right. Right. Maybe you're patient zero. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm glad you're feeling better because that, you know, we're in a difficult time with all that stuff. It's crazy though. Like, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but my boss now has covid his two-year-old his wife all of my friends like it's just it feels it's literally everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. yeah um and i keep saying oh i'm gonna go tomorrow and get my second booster shot <clears throat> and you know tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in its petty pace from day to day wow as Beautiful. billy shakespeare would say <laughs> uh you wrote a whole bunch of sonnets yeah, so many things. Um, Her hairs, like black wires, all that kind of shit. You know, you there's no way that you know this, but maybe you do. Mm. Like, is there a time period that I need to wait before I can get a booster after having COVID? I don't know. I I, I would suspect not. Uh, right. But what the fuck do I know? I don't know anything. You know, you know um, stuff. But well, thank you. That's true. Uh, <laughs> That's what's flattering. You know stuff. <laughs> Please, no need to go on. I'm blushing. <laughs> stop, stop. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me in terms of everything I have ever known about disease and science and whatever that there would be a connection between having it now and getting a booster to prevent getting it in the future but like i said i have no idea it isn't as effective because of antibodies i don't i i truly don't know Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like anything's communicated all that well either no it's 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 extremely difficult to understand what's going on and there are different organizations communicating and we're not sure who we're supposed to be listening to I only know about this information and this information and this information and that information. (laughs) I only know about the booster being available. It feels like, like via the grapevine, like just Mm -hmm. like word of mouth. It it doesn't feel like it came from an official. Can I tell you something crazy? I found out when somebody knocked on my door and it was, Marvin Gaye. And he was like, I heard this through the grapevine. You might need a booster shot. 
no, that is crazy to me because like yesterday I was sitting here in my, where I live this place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know and, stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. You live in a place. Ah, you know on. stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm getting well, embarrassed. And art is all about specific, specific details. Yeah, you yeah. know stuff. You live in a place. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, did you ever see, uh, this is a total sidetrack, but I have seen him do it on stage and I know that it's on, I think it's on his album, his first album. I don't know if he has a second album. Uh, but Andy Daly does a character doing stand-up who is completely non-specific the entire time. <laughs> and he's just like, I mean, come on, these people, they're like, oh, yeah. you're like, come on, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> good. <laughs> and he really, I mean, of course, he's fucking brilliant, but he just like plays the whole thing out. But anyway, I was sitting here yesterday and my phone Mm-mm. started screaming. Very high-pitched, high-pitched, loud. No, not an amber alert, a silver alert. That there was an elderly person, not elder abuse, but just that there was an elderly person on the loose. And everyone... We're not allowed to let them out anymore. Everyone should be on the lookout. (laughs) Bolo, elderly person on the loose. Uh... No, of course, it was horrible. Some man who probably had dementia of some sort had wandered off and nobody knew where he was. But the point I'm making is if they can do technology, why is there no way to say, here is your weekly update of whatever? And of course, as soon as I say that, I know no that there was, well, not only that, but people will go, I don't want the government knowing my, bad, 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 bad. Yeah. And, but, but it's like, they do, they yeah. do, they do. Okay. <laughs> so I, they know stuff. The government knows stuff. Okay. So let them use that information for good yeah. rather than waiting until, you know, I don't remember if I said this last episode because it was a blur. So I apologize if I did, but yeah, boy, that flam just keeps you on your toes. But Jeff and I both like reported to the state that we have COVID and I know a lot of people didn't. So that's an also another thing is who knows what the numbers are, but because of that, my phone like every five minutes I would have an alert that says like you were exposed to COVID. You were near someone who has COVID. And oh, it was, it was like, yourself. You can't, you gotta like, get yes, away from I yourself. Also someone in your house has COVID somebody else. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but I, I don't know. I, I know that's annoying and I, we don't no, want but that, I, I wasn't, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't mad about it. I thought it actually kind of put me at ease because, um, Oh, my phone is working and I'm getting no, updates the on idea COVID of, like, I felt responsible about telling every person that I've been in contact with, mm-hmm. but I don't even know between like being in an airport and being in Mexico and like, um, so it was kind of like, Oh, like hopefully the phone's doing it for me. Like, I think it's a good thing. 
Right. It was just funny when it was like, yep, you're too late. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Yes, I have been exposed and I have accepted that exposure <laughs> right. willingly. My body has said, yes, please. Mm -hmm. The door has been knocked upon, not by Marvin Gaye, by COVID. <laughs> and it has been opened and the COVID has entered in. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I guess I just feel like it would be great if there was a system that everybody could be alerted via. Mm -hmm. alerted via but also it would immediately be weaponized by people saying this is see yeah well but also like this is government overreach this is yeah 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 that's what that c meant oh. <laughs> i thought you were just saying yes <laughs> like you were answering your phone um, hola well, the, the other i i have mentioned this multiple i've had this conversation multiple times with people recently mm -hmm. and i think we've even said this but i'm i'm weirdly nostalgic and sentimental and missing like 2020 as scary as it was we just were being like, like shut down and well, nothing being to... shut down but also like we were all and and maybe I'm naive, maybe that was never the case, but it felt like everyone, whether we were doing the right or wrong things or knew what was going on, we were all doing the same things. Like mm -hmm. we all sort of had a an agreement, you know, we wiped out our groceries that turned out to be not necessary. But like, you see what I'm saying? Like now it feels. Right. It's every man for himself. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Women and children first, unless I'm in first class, in which case, get out of my way. Right. Well, and even like, I'm like, can I go in public now? Like, I even, right. you, even now reading, I read conflicting things. And like the CDC says five days after symptoms, you're good to go. But mm -hmm. then I've also heard that the CDC's recommendations are sort of have caved uh, to political pressure yes, they're they're, mm -hmm. they're they're um they lean towards getting people back to get work them back, get them to work so it's yeah. like i don't i don't you know what i'm like i don't know if that's yeah accurate. are they are I they trustworthy right yeah. <laughs> but that's also to your point like there isn't even a, a body to trust if this if the cdc i'm having doubts about like then where do you go right and i and, and that you know what that immediately called to my mind that I have not seen hide nor hair of for weeks and weeks now is the person that I would describe as the face of the COVID epidemic. Fauci. Where has he been in all this time? You know, like he's cashing those checks. Yeah, so right. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm saying like he has clearly been marginalized in some way or he is no longer welcome to. He's a bummer. People want to have a good time. Right. Like, remember, there was that thing where, oh, it was the fucking press, the correspondence dinner. Mm -hmm. It was the. Uh, You're saying that like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you and I got dressed up <laughs> and went to the White House Correspondence Dinner with our podcast credentials? Uh, 
but it was the it was the it was the White House Correspondence Center. People were saying, "Oh, is this a good idea? Is this not a good idea?" And Fauci was like, "I'm not going. This is a bad mm. idea." And I feel like I haven't seen him since then, ah. because everybody was there. Biden was there, and everybody was like, "Back, we're back, baby, we're back and better than ever." And then a bunch of people got sick after that, and of course. you know, it was or, or I shouldn't say got sick because testing positive is not the same thing mm. as getting sick, but People tested positive, of course, and I'm sure some of them did uh, get sick. Well, it also has made me. I, granted, I don't go anywhere with the exception of going to Mexico and getting COVID, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't go anywhere either, except for Paris, Madrid. <laughs> but and, uh, my, what Berlin. I was going to say is I would. By the way, I did book a plane ticket today, but go ahead. Um, I don't. It didn't occur to me, and maybe I should be, to test unless I have symptoms. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, there should be a procedure for that, too. I'm going on a plane. Right. So I'm going to test. And and, and part of that also is, and again, I don't know what the protocol is, but it's like I went to a meeting inside yesterday with a bunch of people. Mm Mm-hmm. And on the invitation to the meeting, it said, uh, Wash your hands. <laughs> don't be late. Um, no, it said proof of vaccination required rapid tests at the door. And so I got there and there was no proof of vaccination required. Mm. But there were rapid tests at the door. But like, so what? What if I already had it, but it hadn't manifested itself Mm. yet, but it manifested itself while I was in there? In other words, I don't even know what if you were going to go on a plane tomorrow, should you have tested two days ago and made sure. But then then also stay in a bubble in those two days because then anything could like it's all very complicated. Point is, we got to just like let everybody go back and do their thing, you know. Most people who are dying are dying anyway. They're mostly older uh, people. So, you know, I. Oh, man. Except for the kids that are dying. Talk about the ones dying of COVID, not the ones dying of gunshot wounds. I mean, it could be both. True. That would be a bad week. Right. Being diagnosed with COVID and then (laughs) dying. You know, you're not supposed to have come to school today. You have COVID and then. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was just going to say about all of that. Well, also the whole thing about proof of vaccination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this podcast should now be called like non-experts talk about a pandemic. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. I know stuff. <laughs> and you live in a place um but i could be wrong about how pandemics work but i'm vaccinated like it seems like being vaccinated doesn't stop the spread right it mitigates the 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 effects yeah so I think people should be vaccinated. I'm, 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 I want to 
preface that because I it's, it's going to sound like I'm arguing against Are that. you going to bring up our sponsor, Ivermectin? <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, what is an organization's, um, like, what's in it for them to make sure everyone's vaccinated? Because if it if one person has it, it's going to spread. Like, they just right. don't want people to die which is good do you see what i'm saying though like it's it, it's not it's not protecting anyone in the group necessarily maybe they do want people to die it was a suicide anonymous meeting i was not supposed to say that <sighs> oh uh, no oh no uh, yeah no i get what you're, <laughs> i get what you're saying like technically the what if somebody showed up at an event and wasn't vaccinated, they would be at the most risk. The unvaccinated person, right? Of of not of getting sick again, but of the, just the, the symptoms. The, the risk factor would be right, the right, highest right. for them. So beyond them, but but what I'm saying is, a lot of people act like being around unvaccinated people is scary. I'm just trying to understand it, but I, I think it depends on whether or not they're dressed. As monsters are wearing masks. <laughs> no, but I don't think there's anything like inherently more. If somebody's unvaccinated versus yeah. vaccinated, because you can catch it, it, it from somebody who's vaccinated just as much as you yes. can catch it from somebody. I think it's more dangerous for them. But I'm right. saying vaccinated people act like I don't want to be around unvaccinated yeah, people. I think you're right, and I've done that. But I'm trying to. F- I don't fully understand it, and I don't know if the logic is sound. I don't either, but. That's the nature of this show is, is the logic sound. <laughs> and I mean, what is sound. it? I can hear it. <laughs> the logic has a sound. Um, all right. Well, having said all that, uh, it is time to go to our sponsor, Ivermectin. <laughs> oh, no, 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 truly the get cure-all. vaccinated, get boosted, <laughs> like do it. I, avoid COVID at all costs. It's not fun. I didn't die, but I don't want to get it again. Let me, let me just say this, that like, I feel like there's such, it's a strategy and it's the nature of social media, but we are overwhelmed with information all the time at this point, or at least I am. Um, And I think there's a way to sort of tone it down a bit, but I don't, I haven't been able to accomplish that yet. Uh, But I say all this because I'm going to say something that I don't have the specifics about, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's true (laughs) that there's a guy, a doctor who was just sentenced to an extended period in prison for ripping people off by selling COVID Uh, Sorry, not COVID, by selling ivermectin as a cure for COVID. Mm -hmm. This guy was convicted of fraud for pushing ivermectin. Remind you of anybody? The former president of the United States? Um, So anyway, I just thought that was, and that's how it works, like the, the, <clears throat> the corner boys go to jail. Avon stays on the street, you right. know? Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm choking on coffee grounds right now, so that's healthy. Uh, all right. Well, well I have a... Yeah, yeah. 
you um, maybe don't want to drink coffee at 8 p.m. if you're trying to regulate your sleep schedule. But who am I to say? Well, no, no, no. I think that's absolutely true, but it's only an entire pot. (laughs) Freshly made half an hour ago. Wow. No, I still have to do a lot of things before I go to sleep. Okay, we'll wrap that up. <laughs> Jeez. No, this is one of them. This counts. Um, okay, sorry. You were you were gonna go. No, I was gonna show. say like, what's going on? Checking in. We always do checking in at the mm. beginning of the episode. So why don't we start today with? Uh, let's start with you. I mean, there's nobody okay. else here, so. Right. Um, I feel like I did a little bit of checking in, but. True. You said you f- feel better. And then I theorized about what <laughs> diseases are. I don't sure. know. <laughs> um, you and uh, Louis Pasteur. Correct. Um, I house sat and dog sat for one of my neighbors this weekend. Same house, um, same dog? Same house, two dogs. Like the dog dogs. in the house. Yeah. Two dogs. It wasn't like you were at one house and the dog was somewhere no, else. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I, and I mean, this is the house. This is where I would take, I take smudgy sometimes to run around in the backyard. It's literally a block away. So um, I just pictured you house sitting at a house and the dog was at another house uh, cut to you on the street. And you're just walking down the street with a house on a leash. <laughs> like, oh, and I'm like, it. Amber, no <laughs> COVID frame. <laughs> Meanwhile, the dog is just somewhere with a vacuum going over it. <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare for a dog. <laughs> oh, um, but it was really nice. I haven't done that in a really long time. And it was for my neighbor, Maddie, and her boyfriend's dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't live there, but the dog was vacationing there. Well, I was done. So the dogs home. live separately. The couple mm-hmm. live separately. Mm-hmm. You were house sitting at her place mm-hmm. for both dogs who exactly. were meditating for the weekend. You said that so well. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they're older dogs. And she, again, she has a house and a backyard. And the, the, his dog is a big dog and he's older and he's got some medical problems. And Angel, super easy to take Familiar with both of those things. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But she wanted me to spend the night there with them. And no hanky panky. You hear me? You too. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And Smudgy. Go to sleep. It's three in the morning. Smudgy wasn't a good fit with these dogs. I, I, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so we, we slept in separate houses, Jeff and Smudgy were in one and me and Bugs and Moose were in another one. And I realized it's probably the first time, um, oh God, decline, go away, pop-ups everywhere. Um, go away. (laughs) I'm begging you. Anyway, um, It was I'm the not, first time I'm that not I sending s- those. By the way, that's not. <laughs> I spent alone in a place in in. 
I want to say like six or seven years. Um, Jeff, don't I- worry, sweetheart. You're not alone. Me and Moose is here with you. <laughs> um, like Jeff and I have spent nights apart, but it's like I'm on a girl's trip. I'm with yeah, other yeah. people or, you know, it's I'm not uh, alone. He's there. right, Amber. You got nothing to worry about. Me and Bugs will take care of anybody who comes in. <laughs> um. So at first I was actually kind of nervous about just, oh, and I couldn't figure out how to get in. Like she sent a long email with all the instructions and I was like, I couldn't figure it out. I felt so stupid. And I came back home and I was like, I don't know where this dang lockbox is. And Jeff's like, the email says that it's in the back. And I was like, the back. (laughs) Like I just, I just wasn't doing good reading comprehension. Oh, B-A-C-K. Yep, you're right. That's what it says. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be something. I'll be something in the morning. I'll be something. You'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back. Right. Um, and and she was so funny. She like laid out towels for me and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I live a block away. Like, I'm, like, I'm not gonna, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> My dear guests, Amber, welcome to Fantasy Island. <laughs> like if I packed a bag, like, I don't know. Yeah. I brought over a book. Um, and, but then I ended up, so I was scared walking over there at night to go to bed. Cause I would come home. And have like meals with my family. And also because I didn't want to mess up her kitchen unnecessarily. Right. And then so it was like dark and it's time for bed. And I was like, guess I have to go back over there. And it was like. <laughs> um, so it was it was scary to walk at night into somebody else's home. But uh, stay off the moors. <laughs> I loved it those two dogs are like it just highlighted how insane smudgy is and hopefully he'll calm down with age but like the first time i came in there i was like dogs you guys still alive in here (laughs) smudgy lets you know he 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 sees you coming a mile away and these dogs i had to be like are you here? <laughs> and I had to look under the bed and that's where they were. But, um, and I, yeah, I really liked it. Again, I was still sort of under the wet weather recovering from COVID extra tired. And so it was great. Anytime I was like, all right, Smudgy, <laughs> I'm going to go nap in my house. I have a different house and I'm going to go nap there. And there was a backyard. So I got to just sit in the outdoor like I'm outdoors on a regular basis but it's walking smudgy it's like activity and it's not private in any way or peaceful she's got this lovely completely private backyard and so I just sat in there and read and got vitamin d and looked at a tree and I was like yeah this is nice I like a yard this is great yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was most of the weekend was doing that, and um, because there was a yard, watching the dogs were really easy. She's like, "Bugs doesn't like going for walks." I was like, 
great. I just opened the door. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we just hang around a house today, huh? <laughs> what do you say we just hang around a house? We don't do nothing. Maybe go under the bed for a bit. Maybe come out from under the bed, go back under. Yeah, they killed. I mean, I know this is how dogs are, but I'd be in Maddie's house, like watching TV. Uh-huh. And Moose is asleep on his bed and Bugs is asleep on the couch next to me. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go back home. And okay, they both we're would, fine. No, they both look at me like, but we were, but, come mm-hmm. on. And I'm like, just keep doing that without me. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me the TV guide, would you, Bugs? <laughs> I think Bonanzas might be coming on in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we tried to have smudgy hang out in the backyard and it <laughs> didn't go well. Oh, the first time I went over there, again, I was in the back. And I got in and I was like, I'm going to leave Smudgy in the backyard. So this will be a two for one. Smudgy will get some exercise and I'll go check on the dogs. Couldn't find them. Smudgy screaming his ass off in the backyard. And then a little while later, I found Moose. (laughs) He's huge. It's hilarious that I couldn't find him. I wish you could see how big this dog is. Smudgy, like Kool-Aided man his way in he like broke in and was like i'm in the house and i was like oh no okay we got it all right because the other two dogs like there is a doggy door but they act like they still need me to yeah they still need me to open it or Mm -hmm. or let them oh that was the other thing i would feed them and and i would i'd put the food down and i would have to say okay and then they'd start eating and i was like this is insane. They're well trained. They're they're good dogs. So yeah. maybe someday. Someday. Um, so or maybe not. Show. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. This might be my life. Someday I'll talk about my Mexico trip, but it feels Save so it far for, away. You got that in your back pocket, you know. Well, I I am a little um you need you need perspective. You got to get away from it for a bit. No, I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit sad because it was a really fun trip and Mm -hmm. a lot of great stuff happened, but it feels like COVID usurped it. Like it because when everyone asks about the trip, it's like, oh, I have COVID. Like it right. It negates a lot, unfortunately. Right. So now you're over your COVID. Yeah. So we can talk about the next time you can talk about that without being like yeah i can't all i can think about is covid coursing through my veins right now right 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 um so i'll i'll just say this well a couple things uh uh the first one is i had a weird experience this week two weird well all right three (laughs) (laughs) this week was weird no I, uh, this feels like such an LA thing to say. That's where you live. Tough shit. That's where I am. I had a student from one of my writing classes who asked if we could have coffee and talk about just whatever, like whatever. The biz. Not, I mean, you got, I guess a little bit, but whatever, just like. Let's a, a uh, check it. 
let's hang out. Yeah, yeah. In real life, as opposed to on Zoom, which is where we've been with 11 other people or whatever. And so I did that and it was very pleasant. You know, it was a pleasant uh, afternoon. And then uh, I guess we, whatever, there, there, there was a whole thing about her. Hello. <laughs> well, no, 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 but well, no, um, she told me the whole story of her, how she ended up with her husband and how they had a baby and all this stuff. And then there was some joke about, uh, she met some guy when she was single and she was dating and she looked at his reel and she was just like, Oh yeah, we don't have to see each other anymore. You know, like she's an actress. She, I, I knew that she was an actress. Right. So whatever. So then I guess she emailed me and I got a hold of her reel and I looked at it and I was like, Holy shit. She's famous. Not famous, famous, but like was a huge character in a show that I loved years ago. Whoa. And, you and didn't I didn't even recognize her. her. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so then it was just weird. I was like, holy shit, you're so you that were like person? starstruck, but like yes. in reverse. Totally. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And that was like, I don't know, a month ago or something. And then we had coffee again this week. And I was like, I just can't, it, I couldn't get past it for a moment. You know, I was like, it's just so weird to be sitting like, because once I saw it and she looked totally different, like in the show, she was like, had a wig on and just looked totally different. But once I realized it was her, you know, I was like, this like is the face. And I've, and I, and I've like, I've watched the whole show every episode at least twice, like four seasons. So once I realized that I was like, Oh my God, like, yeah, you can't unsee it. You're just like looking at that person from that show all of a sudden, as opposed to the person in real life. Right. And I feel like that's, like I said, I feel like that's such a weird Hollywood type experience um, that somebody is just like, yeah, I was that character on that show and now i'm just a person taking a writing class at ucb you know right uh yeah. so that was kind of a wild just a wild experience to i don't know i, I i'm how not did, how did she react to you not getting over it she told me a million crazy stories about stuff that that's happened. fun <laughs> yes that's like it, it's a show you really like. You get to like the insider knowledge, and it was indeed insane. Like it was fucking crazy. Um, and then at the end, I was like, "Well, I hope it's cool that I'm going to go on my Reddit forum and just <laughs> let everybody know all the things that were going on on set." She was like, "Well, as long as you don't tell anybody where you got it from," <laughs> uh, which made me wish I knew what Reddit was. Um, and then, so that was one thing that happened this week. Here's another thing that happened this week is that I went to an improv show. Whoa. 
Yes. Uh, and it was, again, kind of wild, you know? Um, it was, it was a. Were you in it or are you just watching? I just went to, that's insane. to see what was <laughs> going on. the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's pretty crazy. I mean, that's not a thing I've done in 20 <laughs> no. years, you know? Like, I don't go to improv shows to watch improv. Uh, but I knew this show was going on and I was like, I got to start. And there was, there was stand up on the show too. Although I didn't see any of it. I got there. Well, that's a whole other thing, but I got there too late to see. Where was the show? Uh, it was at the clubhouse on oh, yeah. Vermont and. Vax cards, rapid tests. Masks. No, no. Uh, nobody checked anything. I mean, a lot of people in the audience were wearing masks, but nobody asked anything or checked anything. Um, so I really have no idea what the what the protocol was there. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, it was like it, it was just fucking wild. It was wild because it's a small theater. It's like a black box theater, which yeah. is what which is what would be reminiscent of where I started out doing improv. And I went in and the show had already started by the time I got there. So I was just standing in the back and it was all the fucking things like I've been doing ASCAP for so long and that's just a f- show like that's just it's not a scrappy little who are these people? No, doing? It's, it's, it's like the juggernaut. People actually come to see the show. Yeah, as people come to, from out of town. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not used to what it used to be like, and Which so I went three in. People in the audience. Well, it wasn't three, are- but it was like it was. It was not a bad crowd, but like there was a guy, and I guess this could easily happen at ASCAT too. But there was a guy right in front of me, and he was just humming along the whole time. Like along. every time somebody said something, he would go, and that's fucking weird. Yeah. And that's classic. Like, was that like him being amused, like laughing? I think it was just him connecting with whatever was going on on stage because it wasn't. <laughs> I just did it. I wasn't even kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was like it was after me. everything. It was me. So, so it was like a nervous habit too. You know, like I don't know if he was nervous about being in the audience or what. It, it just was <laughs> fucking. Now you're just fucking with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. It was weird. And I was like, oh, this is what it was always like. There was always at least one weird person in the audience who you were like, what the fuck is going on with that guy? And you don't want to, f- you want to not focus on them. You want right. to focus on the show. So yeah. it's like, you know, either it's that guy or it's like somebody else who's going, or somebody else going, like, there's always some fucking thing in those tiny theaters where there's somebody that you're like, I wish that one person right. wasn't here, you know? Well, and it's not a big enough crowd for it to become Blend a sea in. of anonymous yeah, laughs. Yeah, yeah, No, it's you like, definitely hear it. Yeah. yeah. So there was that. And then there was also a thing that I remembered very well from 
early on in my improv career, which is the people who have started doing improv and are watching other people who are, I guess I've I'll done just, it longer. yeah, just are better than they are. Right. But they want to make sure that those people know that they get how skilled they are. So they're going like after everything that happened or everything everybody says, they're going like, ha 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 like i get it i'm part of the club mm. you know what i mean like uh i get that callback it's yeah just, yeah yeah, yeah everyone should get that callback right and and but but like i'm 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 on a different level from the rest of these people mm. you know uh have so, you ever cast anyone on to ask cat from their laughter how they laugh the yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, they yes. fucking get it. That is how Andy Daly and Andy Secunda both got on ASCAT was wow. from just agreeing with what was going on on stage. Uh, so, and I, I know I'm making it sound. Unpleasant. <laughs> well, it was unpleasant, but <laughs> no, I'm being critical, but I'm, and I am being critical, but as this student that was on a TV show, I loved said at one point in our conversation, she was like, you are a curmudgeonly fuck. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. I'll take that. How did um, that come up? <laughs> it was when I told the waitress to go fuck herself. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, but I just thought it was funny. And, and well, I have a whole explanation for that, but um but anyway, it, it was, I don't want to say like I was all emotional going back to this stuff and seeing it for the first time in so long or whatever, but it definitely hit me of like, this is what I have spent over half my life working at. And then I haven't done it for 26 months, you know, well, um, it, it sounds a little bit like a time machine too in the sense that it took you back to right. a different point in your improv career right and the other thing and i think i've talked about this on the show enough that people will understand what i'm saying um but maybe not maybe i'm wrong i find the most inner peace when i am improvising yes you've mentioned that before that's like that's your zen place it's like that's a meditation your, or a yeah. prayer or whatever it's because i wave that you can't it, i can focus on being present and being mm -hmm. in the moment and not about everything mm -hmm. that's happened before <laughs> or everything that might happen mm -hmm. thenceforth it's just like, this is where we are. This is what I'm doing right now. I don't have to worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. um, You're in the flow. And it made me realize that's a thing. It'd be like if somebody was a person who really believed in praying every day. Like that was a thing that got them through life was praying. Oh, and then you just can't do and it. And somebody said no praying right. and two years go by. Mm -hmm. And you're not allowed to pray. And so I had not been in that position except for five minutes on a show mm -hmm. two months ago. 
I have not had the opportunity to do that. And I, you know, it, you need to pray. I missed it. <laughs> yes. Uh, and like, I was thinking about this today. It is. The world is exhausting right now. Everything uh, is exhausting. It is. Things are not, things are bad. Things are very, very bad in many, many ways. Um, and it feels like the bad people are winning on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Like the people that I don't like and don't agree with are the people that are succeeding in getting everything they want. And I am not getting the things I want. Um, whether, and you know, whatever it's, it's all the political issues in this country. It's, it's, uh, abortion and gun control and, and voter suppression and whatever. And then there's also the COVID pandemic and people saying it doesn't exist or who gives a shit or why should we get vaccinated or who cares about masks or like whatever, it, just all of it is is fucking overwhelming. And I, and I, I feel it. I feel it. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel it. And so anyway, this Friday at the clubhouse, if you want to come by, we're doing a quick little improv show. (laughs) Chuckles are us. (laughs) Uh, My new improv group shits and giggles. We're going up for uh... no, but I, I just, I, I miss doing it, you know? Um, and one of these days, and that was the meeting I went to yesterday was at UCB. And it was about when the theater is going to start up again, uh, which hopefully is soon, you know, they're talking about classes coming back live in July and then maybe actual performances in September. But of course that theater has been taken over by another organization. So who knows oh, right. what is going to happen with that? Mm. You know, I forgot about that. And whether the, you know, who, how they're going to cast shows and who they're going to ask to perform and all that stuff is totally up in the air. And I'm not, I'm not saying nothing will happen for me, but who knows, you know, um, well, there's a million things. that And also um, not to pile on and be a mm-hmm. Debbie Downer, but with all of this going on, especially with the pandemic, Jeff and I keep talking about this. It's very hard to plan for the future, even yeah. A few months out because you're like it might be a case where we can't leave the house at that time like it's 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 very hard to plan anything or get your hopes up about something because we're so used to it just kind of getting ripped from us again well i was saying before that i booked a plane ticket today yeah we're we're too or do you i i too too private <laughs> well, it's from LAX to Burbank because okay. I just wanted you just wanted to fly. Baby. I just want to be up in the air for a few minutes. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> no, I'm flying to New York in August, and then for the family trip, we'll go down to Virginia with somebody. Who knows? Maybe with my parents, which would be a nightmare, or maybe with one of my brothers and their families. I'll drive down with them and then I'll drive back and spend a couple more days at my folks' house and then, uh, and then fly back. But that was exactly the feeling I had was like, I'm doing this, but who knows whether this is really going to happen. And you know, that meant, (laughs) that meant it was so crazy because I had a ticket 
that I had canceled, I think last summer or the summer before, I can't even remember. I, I know it's, been I'm assuming three, it was last summer because 2020, no one did nothing. Right. So it was yeah. 2021 and I was going to go, that's what it was. It was 2021 and I was going to go. And then the Omicron variant popped up and I decided not to go. So I postponed my ticket. So I had like a $600 credit. Hello. It was still another $500 for Ugh. the trip, you know, um, which is like, I can remember when I first moved out here in 1947, it was $12 round trip from New York to LA. <laughs> and they gave you a full dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to stand on the wing because the plane was very small. Uh and you had to eat, like you had to throw the food up and then catch it in your mouth right. with the wind. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I had that feeling of like, who knows whether this will fucking happen or not, you know? Right. Um, which, of course, what I was going to say is that adds another hundred bucks because you buy the insurance. Right. Is it, can get I get you. this refunded if it whatever, whatever? Um, yeah, you have to these days, though. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I was like, I'm not going to not get it because right. what if? Something happens. Right. You know? Um, speaking about Omicron really quick. Sorry. Mm -hmm. The thing that keeps cracking me up is people ask me, like, oh, which variant did you get? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would only know if I went to some sort of like lab, right? Like, how would I Yeah, know? we talked about this last week because there's oh. like five of them floating around right but now. Like, and there's no way. Yeah, of there's course no, you have no way. Idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a line on a little right. pregnancy test. Of it's course, great. I don't know what it is. Also, it is funny. I don't know if you've heard this, but if you're positive, like I'm sure you've taken some tests and at home yesterday and it it's like set a timer for 15 minutes and then check back. If you're positive, that line comes up within 30 seconds. I don't know what that 15 minutes is about. <laughs> Well, that reminds me of the other thing I was going to say, which I think is kind of funny, or maybe it's not. Who knows? Uh, but like I said, I've been doing this fucking improv shit for decades now, 32, 33. Well, it'll be, what's today? The second in 10 days. Oh my gosh. June 12th. It will be exactly 33 years since the first time I went on stage at Grandpa Al's Shooting Stars in Yonkers, New York. Oh, my as an God. Yeah. Um, but I also have been doing UCB for 25 of those years or whatever, 26. And so now that it's been bought up by this other organization, they had this meeting yesterday. Mm. And so it was some of the people from the old guard of UCB who are still running some things. And then this guy who Which almost of, makes it more complicated on some level. Yes. Although I do think that they're streamlining it to a certain extent. Mm. So that there's only a few of those people now, as opposed to like, you know, a kitchen full of cooks. Mm. Um, but there was a guy there from the, you know, who's one of the partnership, the, yeah, whatever the fuck it is. I don't even understand the structure of it. <laughs> you know, I, I have things that I enjoy doing at those kind of meetings, you know, <laughs> being very pleasant and quiet and listening and well, yeah, for the most part, for the most part, but I did raise my hand about three quarters of the way through the meeting. And I said, 
After you go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that would work too. But it, it's just a bit, you know, like it's a fucking comedy theater. We're doing a bit. I'm doing right. a bit. I've been doing bits at these meetings for 25 years. Right. I'm, I'm not, not going to stop, stop now. now. Yeah. So I raised my hand and I said, hey, I don't know if I missed something in an email, but it's like 645. What time does Amy Poehler get here? Oh, my God. <laughs> classic bit right uh anyway did not it went over great in the room but then right. we went out afterwards we went over to birds and that guy let me know that he was not a fan of that you know what did he say he didn't say like don't do that or anything but he was like yeah that was a good bet funny bet that bit and the other bit, they were funny bits. I know what bits are. Like it was just very like I'm the guy with you the biggest have, dick now. You shouldn't have bought a comedy theater. If that's how you feel right, about right, it. right. That's exactly how I felt. Like I was like, okay, I get it. You have a big dick. I get it. You're the boss. But I, of course, just you can't do that and not have somebody. I guess somebody like me pushed because I was like, really, did you think it was good? Because I don't know if I did it at the right time. Was the timing Did off? you think that I really oh. was asking? Because I wasn't. <laughs> it was like, it was just such a fucking disappointment that this guy was not going to, mm -hmm. was not going to play along, you know, was like, we're not about that. We're not about fucking around at these meetings. This is for real. Um, and he's the boss now. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, anyway, that feels like a good place to take a break. So why don't we do that? And then we'll be back with some uh, more stuff. And believe me. You know stuff. You know stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording. We are recording. We're recording. We, we, yes. That's the whole point of this thing, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Because we want a record of this for perpetuity. Uh, so it's time for a segment of the show that we like to call Parting Shots. I'm going to go first because I'm going to say, I'm going to do something that I always hated when people did it on the show. Um, and would say, please don't do that. And I'm going to do it right now. Oh, no. Which is, I'm going to say, here's a thing that I am going to do. Ah, future tense. But haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if I say this, I might be able to actually fulfill it. Like, I'll put that much pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of people. You, you're A lot of people are holding you accountable. I mean, not really, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it will feel like that. Like I'll get at least one email from one of our 12 listeners saying, did you do the thing you said you were going to do? Because the thing that I'm thinking about doing uh -huh. is, okay, so backstory, I am in an improv group called The Swarm, the greatest improv yes. group of all time. And one of the other members of The Swarm, Billy Merritt, 
who is a friend of the podcast, has been on the show, is a bird watcher. He grew up in Florida and he enjoys bird watching. It's something he's done for a long time. And we have talked about it. We have discussed it. We've talked about it with other members of the swarm. Does he like go specific places? I think he does once in a while, not frequently. He it's also something I think maybe he does with his mom when he's down in Florida. They that him and his mother, I believe, go on cruises together sometimes. Like that's a thing that she likes to do, and he'll go with her. And then some of this goes on. So he'll always like post birds that he's seen from shipboard. And, you know, I, on the other hand, am not a bird watcher, but mm. I am familiar with some of the concepts of bird watching based on some of the reading I have done over the course of my life. And there is one specific concept of bird watching, which is that a lot of bird watchers keep a thing called a life list, which is a list of every species of bird they have ever seen. And because we had discussed bird watching and because we are in the improv group, the swarm at one point on stage, I did a scene with someone else where I was bird watching and I was talking about lifeless and it right. sounded like I knew what I was talking about, which, you know, I do know stuff. So it <laughs> sounded like I had some knowledge about this, whatever. Now there's a third person involved in this, which is Andy Secunda, also a member of the swarm greatest improv group in the history of the world. Not a bird watcher. Not a bird watcher. Andy gets distracted sometimes. <laughs> Don't we all? So in his head, he mixed up the fact that Billy watches birds in real life and I did it on stage. Mm. And on several occasions, he's like Sean, the famous bird watcher. Right. Like brought it up in conversation, texted us about it, whatever. To the point where it became, as we were discussing before, it became an ongoing bit. Right. Meanwhile, about a month and a half ago, I get a newsletter from, I don't know, the I don't know who it's from, the Los Angeles Times, I think, or something. And they were talking about a place not far from here that is during the months of May and June, one of the best bird watching spots in North America. Like apparently because of the way birds, it's like a hub. They fly uh, North in the summer, which you know why they do that. Do you know why birds fly North in the summer? Yes. (laughs) Because it's nice. (laughs) No, because it's too far to walk. Uh, so anyway, they go through this one area, every, every, lots and lots and lots. So <laughs> this article was all about like, why is this spot so great? But it is great. You should go whatever. So I sent the article to Billy and I was like, we should do this. Billy has been had other stuff going on, but I'm going to go tomorrow. I have binoculars. I have a car. I am going to go tomorrow morning because you have to go early. Apparently, it's like a thing where you have to be there at like six in the morning to catch the migrating birds as they go through. And it is my intention 
to get up early tomorrow morning, get on the road. And it's, it's not far. I think it's like a half hour drive from here up in the Angeles forest. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm hoping you're that by saying it. this out loud, I am the, giving the myself pot of coffee energy. tonight is not, not does helpful. not bode no. well for no. an early morning trip, but, but who knows, you know, sometimes you can run on fumes. Anything could happen. And then come home and take, I mean, I do still take like a two hour nap in the middle of the day every day. So I could go and then come back and take a longer than usual nap or whatever. Dreaming of birds. (laughs) Dreaming of improv scenes about birds. (laughs) Uh, So like the bit hasn't expanded because it could go different directions, but like, do you just, a fun choice I would make is like any crazy improv scene that happens. One of you would uh, act like that person really does that in real life. Like no matter what it is, like, Oh, aren't you a scientist? You like, I don't know. You know I, Well, my concern about that. And I think this is a problem that may crop up even with just this part of the bit is now that the bit is, Billy actually watches birds and I do not, but Andy has confused that enough that we now pretend that never, we all do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, no, he knows for sure, but I think he will still be confused in the moment going forward about which of us is actually into it and which of us is not. Right. And so if there was a thing where it's like, so I didn't realize that you had a, degree as a gynecologist and then it's like yeah that's been my day job for 15 years he would like he he would be on board with that and be like wow that's totally my fault i totally (laughs) i'm so sorry i didn't understand that i should have known that um so we'll see uh all right so that's my parting shot i'm going bird watching tomorrow i will write down the species i don't have a field guide so i will just be writing down like blue brown (laughs) yeah like little (laughs) beak feathers Uh, i think (laughs) question mark question mark Uh, i mean i can remember when i was getting my master's in science education which i never (laughs) actually got but i got close I remember going on field trips with some of those classes, graduate students and like figuring out how field guides work. So going into the field and like going up to plants and going, how do, so let's identify what plant this is. And it is kind of a fucking cool thing to go. Yeah. Like, that sounds these are like the characteristics be- turn to this page. Yeah. It's all this, you know, but uh, that'll be for my next bird watching trip. I'll bring a field guide with me. <laughs> Baby steps. Yeah, yeah. First up, just get there. Just get just get out of the nest and hope you can fly. How long do you expect to be? I guess who knows, but like <laughs> that just made me think of the uh the vacation scene where they go to the Grand Canyon and Chevy Chase. Like, well, great. Okay, let's go. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta go home and take a nap. Uh all right, parting shots, Amber. Parting shots. Um, I guess I could do a, a tease another little bit of Mexico oh, vacation oh oh great yes yes perfect no I'm not doing future tense I would yeah, never, yeah. I, was, I, would never I, was gonna, I was gonna like lay down the law on that just because <laughs> I just did it um the first full day we were there we opted to go on an excursion that the groom planned and not everyone 
Already sounds like a disaster. Not everyone wanted to go. Like some people just wanted to hang out at the resort, but we opted to go because like we never go anywhere. We haven't been anywhere in literally years. Um, So yeah, let's do this. And it was described as a hike through ruins and then swimming in um, like a cave. Okay. So I. (laughs) You got two choices. Hike through ruins and swimming in a cave or hike through a cave swimming in ruins. Right. (laughs) So I pictured what I'm about to say so dumb, but that we would be hiking through ruins and then get to a cave and go swimming Mm -hmm. because that's how it was described to me. And that's how I understood it. So, so so you would get to a cave. uh There'd be a pool of water inside. It would be a cave on the cliff on the beach. It's like one of those caves that you like, it has a name and I forget it every single time, but it's like a, a water source in a, you have to like, dive into (laughs) okay i could see how this would be confusing anyway point is i dressed like with a bathing suit but a bathing suit that was like workout bathing suit you know like activewear bathing suit and then like workout clothes over that and sunscreen over my whole body and a baseball cap and like my not crampons ice pick snow goggles my not good sunglasses because i was like i don't want to lose them in the cave and Mm. like um and i had water shoes from when the last time i went to my parents' house in Mexico because they said sometimes the beaches get rocky and you need to have water shoes. So I point so is like, like 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 uh rubbery kind of just like not, socks. Yeah, yeah. yeah not <laughs> yeah. hiking boots. Point is I look like a fucking dork. Like mm. I don't look cool on any level. I have you know like the too white of sunscreen, you know, where it has like a cast on my face. Um and we like get in the van and there's girls wearing like sundresses and sandals. And I was like, am I confused about what we're doing? Like, I don't, huh, huh. <laughs> like, I, 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 anyway, I'm at a loss. And again, I picture, I feel so idiotic now in hindsight. Cause I pictured like somehow we would drive to a spot and then we would be hiking and we would be the only ones there hiking mm-hmm. through these ruins. We might pass a couple of Mexico them. is mostly empty from my understanding. Right? <laughs> and then we would be on this quiet cave swimming hole mm-hmm. and we'd like eat lunch around it or something. Anyway, we drive for like an hour in this van. And it's very fun. I mean, it's a van of a lot of my best friends. Right. And um, in sundresses and and water <laughs> like shoes, high heels. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we like get there, and it's like it's like an insane parking lot with like people every direction. Um, it's complete madness. And and when we park, it's it's a mall. Like there's like a subway. There's a, there's a Hawk and Dogs. Hi, welcome to the Record Hut. 
<laughs> they still haven't gotten rid of record stores <laughs> fully. And so I was like, huh. Again, I was picturing like middle of nowhere Mexico hike. So I was like, did we make you know that the ruins were like the food bar at Subway? <laughs> well, I was like, did we make a, a mistake? Come like, because I don't want to be at a mall. It, mm-hmm. COVID is happening at this point. I haven't had COVID yet. <laughs> I thought it was something I could avoid. I'm sorry, ma'am. This is a Subway. We don't allow people to wear water shoes inside. <laughs> um, And it's like a thing where we have to like, we had already pre-bought tickets or or like the hotel did because we were part of an organized excursion so they all had to give us wristbands but there's like a place where people are buying tickets and then like once we parked off the shuttle then we had to get on like a separate like sort of open air military type vehicle to go somewhere else like the whole thing I was like I'm so overwhelmed. I'm just staying with the group, but I have no idea what the fuck is going on or what we have in store for us. Um, And then we get there and we're given a tour guide and we're in Tulum. I didn't know that's where we're going, but we were in Tulum. I've heard of Tulum. And, um, and this guy was great. He, he was incredible. And he gave us this, great rich history of Tulum and the ancient civilization there and um he walked us through ruins and they were amazing um negotiable in high heels well it was it was just like dirt pass it was no it was definitely not a hiking a mountain it was a you didn't have to climb a ziggurat to the sacrificial altar or anything like (laughs) that no it was very hot it was intensely hot but um i i'm not going to do it justice but the way that this man described the civilization and um and their relationship to the environment and how they respected mother nature and the seasons oh boy well it we don't do that as a society we just like fight it and try to smash it instead of you know anyway it was beautiful and it was um disheartening because we're literally in excuse me like the rubble of a society that has fallen Mm-hmm. And there'd be like a that's a true dis- of us right now as well, by the way. Well, you're 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 jumping on my line, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. There'd be um there'd be like a discarded COVID mask, like on the, at the bottom of <clears throat> the rubble of a ancient temple, and it's just like two on the new nose, you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah. remind me of anything. <laughs> Um, but it was really, really wonderful. Okay, so then we did all that, and still this whole time I'm like, where's the cave and the mm-hmm. swimming? And all are all these people gonna be there? After we did all of that, 
we got back in the shuttle and we drove like another 30 minutes to a watering hole and it was beautiful and amazing and great. And there were, um, it was one of those where you jump off a high cliff and that's when I discovered that I've inherited my mother's fear of heights. And so I went down the stairs into the watering hole, <laughs> um, which I, I was like, dang, I, I didn't think I was a chicken, but I'm brave about other things. Like sure. then, then we were, people were swimming into caves and some people wouldn't go into the deeper ones. And I was like, I'll go into the deeper ones. And there were fish in this watering hole. that Piranhas? No, <laughs> no, that would be a bad choice to take tourists. To. Barracudas? <laughs> no, they were little tiny fish, but they eat dead skin cells. Are these the ones that swim up your pee hole? Because that's the thing. Is it? Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? It's so rude. It's warmer up there. Okay. Oh, also, I, I didn't mention this, but we get... Okay, keep in mind, I spent too long, like 45 minutes slathering sunscreen on every square inch of my body. It's also mm-hmm. our first day in Mexico, and I was like, I just don't want to be sunburned within an inch of my life the first day of this trip. Yeah. Um, we get to the watering hole and they were like, this is fresh water that comes from the earth. Um, it's a very delicate ecosystem. Absolutely no sunscreen allowed. Like you, like there's a shower over there. You have to scrub yourself before you mm-hmm. get in. And it was just like, okay. <laughs> Cause I did too good of a job, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, if you hold still, these fish, they start eating the bottoms of your feet. And most people hated it. I loved it. I was Mm -hmm. super into it. Um, Probably tickles a little bit, right? Yeah, it definitely tickles. But the, the, the more still you are, and if you're kind of by yourself, more come and like bigger ones show up. And it, do they, they don't go up my pee wall, or at least they didn't. No, no, no. (laughs) No. I'm resisting a lot of things right now. Uh, do it's not even going to work anymore. I was going to say, do they use silverware? But never mind. <laughs> I'm glad we got there. And um, yeah, it was it was really, really, really fun, and it was so surreal to a be hanging out with that many of my friends because mm-hmm. I really haven't done that. But we're all. All of us are not just out of town. We're out of the country. Like it was all so right. surreal and fun. And um, I was glad we went on the excursion. It just wasn't at all what I pictured. So when does the hiking start? And where's the <laughs> cave we're going to? Like I might as well have had those like walking sticks and stuff. <laughs> Guys, just so everybody knows, I brought emergency rations in case we need them. I mean, there were literal, I mean, people go there to take Instagram pictures, I guess is the thing. So there were women in like, like a crop top and then like a mini skirt and heels and like full makeup and hair. Yeah. And I was like, like I, I looked not like that. Just make sure as we travel along, pick up any possible firewood in case we <laughs> lose our way and we need to build a fire for the night. Right. 
I also have straps in case anybody gets injured and we need to make a tourniquet. <laughs> oh, and also, um, we somebody was like, oh, is there because there was a cooler. It was so effing hot, especially at the ruins that there was a cooler in the shuttles filled with um, like Gatorades, waters and like Cokes, Coca-Colas. And somebody was like, Oh, could we have beer in there? And the guy who drove the shuttle was like, Oh, Oh, after the ruins, after the ruins. And then um, on the way to the watering hole, he's like, Oh, we're not allowed to have it at the watering hole. Like he, I was like, we're not getting beer. He just keeps kicking the, can down the road and that's fine we don't need we'll drink plenty on this trip but mm. yeah there's plenty of time for that yeah nobody we, needs to start this early be, in the day. we could be conscious for this mm-hmm. right but yeah that is my parting shot is the excursion was not at all what i expected but it was wonderful a it's like my grandmother always said better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it you right. know And who do I want to come on my next expedition that I don't know where I'm going? (laughs) Not the person in the sundress and sandals. That's for goddamn sure. That is a fucking walking liability from moment one. Because who knows when we need to drop everything and run from a Bigfoot or something. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, that was the thing is um, the civilization that lived in... No, don't tell me it was all Bigfoots. <laughs> no, no, no. But they worshipped bees. They thought that bees were um, gods or, or the best, the best cl- letter close to God because they made honey and honey doesn't perish. It's the only thing that's not perishable. So it's the it, only thing that's not well, perishable <laughs> in ancient times, probably. Okay. <laughs> Like rocks, I guess, is what you mean. But um, um can't eat rocks. But Twinkies. Yeah. Point is, we got a whole spiel on bees and their importance, and it was interesting because it was important to them. And then there's been so much talk recently about you know if the bees die, we die because they pollinate all of the food. You've heard this, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. No. Hello. You're talking about all the food, all the pollen we eat. (laughs) No, they pollinate plants and they can't (laughs) do whatever they do. I don't, I'm not following completely. (laughs) I also would have been the first one killed in that civilization because I'm allergic to bees. So they would have been like, well, the gods say thumbs down. <laughs> Disqualified. Um, <laughs> but Jeff was like, it's making me want to like have bees. <laughs> I was like, that's such a funny response to this trip. But you could be a beekeeper. I could see him being a beekeeper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is my parting shot. A, a windy sort of story. Uh, well, I mean, I've had people telling me to go to Tulum for a while. And now it sounds like somebody else is an advocate. I didn't say to go there. No, <laughs> yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it. You heard it here first. Don't go to Tulum. <laughs> no. 
Don't listen to the fucking tourism bullshit. It's a nightmare. <laughs> they don't even let you wear sunscreen it was, in the water. It was very touristy in a in a in a shocking way. But also, of course, it was. I just in my head, it was like this pure place. It is to Tulum is the place to go, right? And take like Molly and dance to EDM. Like that's the kind of place it is, isn't it? Is isn't it, it like a, I think it is? It's like Las Vegas. Yeah, I think it's like a party party. Like it's it's hippies, but it's like a party town. It's like let's go there and like wiggle a lot and and just fuck. Yeah, like it's <laughs> uh, bubble parties or whatever. Um, okay. Folks, this has been the long shot. It is a podcast. Please, <laughs> uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit like and subscribe on the panel below this. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 27 years into the show, they started trying to get an audience. <laughs> By the way, how does that work? Like I, I, oh, no, 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 I clicked no, no, on a video no. the other day of myself and there was a commercial on it. And I was Did like, I didn't, money? I didn't allow that. Like that has nothing yeah. to do with me. Who's, who's running commercials on my own. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to okay. look into uh, Folks, this is a long shot. We'll see you next time. Bye. There's no sense in snickering, lying, or bickering. Who stole what from whom first? Because now, nearly twice a day, I'm sure I'll evaporate. I have such a sinister thirst. I have to confess it's a This turn of phrase happened to take a turn for the worse. But sweet baby, I'm not that crazy. I'm just late this time in getting home. I stole the rhyme, but not the dollar sign. I've just resigned myself to living alone.